Bienvenidos y aquí estamos grabando desde Pacoima, California. Somos las reinas del Valle. Your podcast alcanzó un quitado. We're your hosts. I'm Umbi. And I'm Queen Bestia. And today we're welcoming a very, very, very special guest. Umbi, tell us who it is. We have Melba Martinez, a fierce, fat, brown femme from the Valley here in Pacoima. Uh, they love exploring and building her own definitions of queer aesthetics and destroying and abolishing fat phobia, white supremacy, and capitalism. Uh, she's a badass. Welcome, Melba. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. thank you all for listening and tuning back into the reinas del valle you can always check out our instagram at reinas del sfv and you can also find melba at fruta mala so tell us a little bit about yourself melba um and what pronouns we we should use cool um i use she and they and um i am from pacoima i was born in the valley and raised in pacoima Um, I work for a nonprofit organization. I um, have been a community organizer since I was 16. And I love Pacoima and I love the valley and I love being here. Yes, Paca. Pacoima in the house. Thank you all. And aquí estamos actually grabando desde Pacoima. So thank you. Um, It's like having us in our house. Quite so, literally. Pretty much. You're like a hop and a skip away. Yes. <laughs> and, a, and a dip. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, estamos en la, en la hill, so. Oh, so yeah. maybe not a dip. A roll. Yeah, you have to haul a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. It happens. Well, I noticed you have an 818 tattoo. Yeah. A ver, show us. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I got this done on a Friday the 13th. Um, like yeah. Tattoo sale thing yeah i was telling you my pizza is also yes (laughs) 13 bucks yes yes plus like tip and everything wait it's 13 dollars yeah what okay i get it because of friday the 13th yeah yeah. (laughs) so it's like 25 with but do they so they give you do they have options for tattoos Mm -hmm. or how how does that work i've never seen that they Mm -hmm. have like a flashy or they have like a certain number of characters that you can do and so like 818 is like pretty simple and so Mm -hmm. A friend and I got it done together, actually. And, like, we have a, a zine together that's a collection of work from folks of color in the Valley. Mm. And so then we got our 818 tattoos together. Oh. So it was a cute little bonding experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's a cute zine. I didn't I didn't, I didn't, think that they would have, like, um, area coats and stuff mm-hmm. for the tattoos. Yeah, they have numbers, so, yeah. Yeah. And you rep the Valley hard. I do. I love the Valley. I, I really do. And I stand up for the Valley. I People are always talking shit about people being from the Valley and, like, have all these, like, stereotypes around what the Valley's like mm-hmm. and, like, assume that it's, like, super white, which there are parts of it that are. Like, right. I don't the deny West that. Side, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just like in L.A., the West Side of the Valley is really white. The mm-hmm. East Side is not. We ho. No sean pendejas. True. Uh, yeah. And so I, I I rep the Valley hard because I feel like I grew up having to defend it in a mm-hmm. way. And, and specifically Pacoima. Like, Pacoima gets a lot of shit, you know? I would tell people, even people in the Valley, would be like, oh, I'm from Pacoima. And they're like, aren't you scared to live there? Right. Are you going to get shot? Or yes. <laughs> and I was like, no, my neighbors are like old people. Like, uh-huh. I, yeah. I'm, I'm okay, you know? It's so fucked up to always have to deal with that you know mm-hmm. so i got it as a way to show people that i'm proud of being there Braz. <laughs> talk shit perras 
Anyway, uh, yeah, I love the valley equally, I think. Especially Pacoima. Yeah, growing up here and going to, like, McClay Middle School down the street. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it from here. It's an experience. Yeah, we can see it from your window. (laughs) We can. I love the view from here. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. So, yeah, I'm so happy to have you here. (laughs) Yes, thanks for um, joining us. And we're going to start with... Hot Topics y al Nalga Libre. Ooh. So what's going on in the world, y'all? What is going on in the world? Wait, no. How no. are you doing? No, no, dijiste. Wait. Yes. Before that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a step back. <laughs> How am I doing? I'm doing well. I feel uh, right now I'm quite busy just with um, everything that's going on and, um, uh, como se dice, trying to get adjusted to... Uh, just being on myself mm-hmm. y pues focusing on that and trying to do a little bit more self-care. Um, that's pretty much it. And trying to focus on getting out more episodes for Las Reinas del Valle. Hell yeah. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm chilling. It's a nice Sunday. I, I was in Long Beach last night and I feel like rejuvenated, you know. It was a nice little trip to the edge of the county. <laughs> nice. It's been hot. Yeah. It was really fresh over there, so I, I'm I'm not complaining about yeah, my it was, weekend. It was pretty warm today. Yeah. Other than that, I'm just excited for Game of Thrones. Like, Ooh. as soon as this is over, y'all. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to the other studio downstairs and watching Game of Thrones. Why is everyone so... It's just the build-up has been Into. so good. Okay. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I watched the first season. Uh-huh. Um, it's a lot to take in. Yeah. So I was like, eh, I don't know if I have this kind of energy. Mm-hmm. And I never went back into it. That was me, too. I just stayed for, like, the drama. Okay. I was like, I don't need to know their name if they're going to die. So I'm just going to watch the drama. And then at some point, I was like, oh, okay, I know who you are. <laughs> the, the only episode I've seen is uh, yeah, last week. The Longest Night? Yeah. And good. I did not understand anything. <laughs> <laughs> and it was interesting for me to see just how everyone was reacting to the entire situation and how anxious everyone was. Um, but I still did not understand any of, of the everything, anything that was going on, actually. Mm-hmm. I think I haven't felt so, like, uh, excited for, like, a TV show since, like, when, when I first saw RuPaul's, like, Drag Race on TV on VH1, like, years ago. And I was like, there's drag queens on TV. <laughs> you know? So I'm yeah. just like, there's dragons. <laughs> and all the women are kicking ass. So nice. it's good. No, it was wild. Yeah. <laughs> Zacatecas. Arriba Zacatecas. Oh, well. Where are your parents from? Jalisco. Damn. Yes. Jalisco. What part in Jalisco? My mom is from a small town called El Grullo, Jalisco. <laughs> and my dad is from a little ranchito near the town called El Aguacate. Called what? El Aguacate. Oh, okay. Bish, El Aguacate. Guac. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> guac oh. Jalisco. <laughs> you have tequila and you have aguacate. Like. Yes. <laughs> that sounds good. Nice. Yes. That's interesting. So I'm assuming that's where most of the aguacate comes from, right? No. No? There actually aren't <laughs> any. There's a lot of mangoes. I'm glad I assume. <laughs> yeah, no. They're actually... You're like, I need a one. No. Hay como dos en Mangoes, though? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Oh, 
mangos and aguacate. Mm. A mangos, aguacate, and like good dick. <laughs> or whatever you're into. ¿Qué más quieres? ¿Qué más? Ma okay, mango, aguacate, and dick. Or pussy. Okay. What would you want? Three things for the summer. Oh, three things for the summer. Mm, definitely mango. Mm -hmm. I want mango, beach, and good sex. Oof. Sass. Se me mojo. You're like in no particular order. No, no, no. It doesn't have to be in that order. Lo que caiga. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if, if all three can happen at the same time. Shit. <laughs> With some tajin. Oh. No. Nice. I can't imagine. Some rum chata and something for your mango. I don't. Why Ooh. would you do rum chata? Girl, I, I hated it too at first. And then I tried it with pineapple at uh -huh. this like biker bar. And I felt like the best hot that night. It was good. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Okay. It was have delicious. You, do you like it? Have you had I, it? I have not tried it. Okay. I think yeah. I just tried it and I was like, nah. You gotta add stuff to it. The pineapple yeah. really like... <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> so what's going on in the world? So what is going on in the world? What are the hot tops? So Nalia Libre, we pretty much uh, have this uh, episode, y'all, just to talk about what's going on. Um, or any hot tops? Yeah. So it looks like Avengers Endgame made $2.12 billion. Who cares? In a week. <laughs> Por eso. <laughs> it beat Titanic. Do you watch any of them? I don't. Okay, I, yeah. good. I the only it. one I watched was Black Panther. Out yes. of, like, that Amen. I've only I seen Black Panther and Deadpool. Okay. And then maybe like one or two Spider-Man. Mm -mm. That's it. Mm -hmm. I saw like the old Spider Man, but not the yeah. newer one. Yeah. The Kirsten one. Dunst yes. And her like yes, boobs. Yes. That one. Yeah. <laughs> that, that scene the upside was so down sexy. Kiss. Uh, her nipples like oh, listening so in the room. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, I was so gay in that moment. <laughs> that is so cute, honestly. Uh, but yeah, I saw Endgame and it was alright. I'm not a huge fan. I just went because it was something. Okay, I, what I don't understand is why people would spend three hours. Because it's the end of, like, a, a franchise that they've been following for, like, ever. Yeah. Does it even have an intermission? Girl, no. Did Titanic have an intermission? Unless yeah. it was on VHS. No, Titanic had an intermission oh, back then. they made us sit through the whole thing. Girl. <laughs> Where I went. <laughs> I went to the plant. Girl. <laughs> yeah, from what I remember, um, <laughs> Titanic had an intermission. Uh -oh. I remember just switching the VHS. Yeah, I, I do remember that. <laughs> the two in the box. Like, the they're going to have, have sex in the car in the second one. <laughs> <laughs> was that the second one? Yeah. It was, like, right before the ship. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Well, someone will correct me. Talk about VCR. Okay, can we explain? Can we explain to our viewers what a VCR is? Oh <laughs> to our viewers, to our listeners. Well, a VCR. What's a VCR, y'all? Played VHS tapes. So it was like a, a rectangle thick <laughs> brick that would hold Titanic, the movie, in two different VHS because it was so long at the time. Um, yeah. So at the end of part one, it'd be like, please take this VHS out and replace with. Part two. Mm -hmm. And then you had to rewind them. Yeah. yeah. So do you remember yeah. the little carrito? Oh, yes! 
Yeah, they were usually red or yellow. Yeah, Hocus Pocus. That would make my parents rent that for me. Yeah, because otherwise the, the, ¿cómo se llama? The video rentals, places, they will charge you. Yeah. It was like a 75 cent charge if you didn't have your VHS rewinded. Yeah. Yeah. Renting movies. Oof. The adult <laughs> section covered with the curtain. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Take that for Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> End game. Yeah, they end they ended all the video rental stores. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> I bring it down. There there goes that for hot topics. Thanks. Yeah, there used to be a little video shop where the Chinese food is and where uh, McDonald's and Fred are. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it used to be called Marco Polo Chinese food, mm-hmm. and now it's like just Chinese food. Yeah. Uh, and a couple shops down, there was a video store where I would go. So that's mm-hmm. where I would rent all my horror movies from for yeah. like three bucks. Mm. <laughs> yeah. We used to go to the oh my god, what was it called? The one next to the Gallo Hito in San Fernando. Was it a blockbuster? Hollywood Video. Yes, Hollywood Video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we used to go to Hollywood Video, and then they started doing DVDs, and you could rent DVDs. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, what do you remember as, like, that movie that was, like, your first exposure to, like, queer film? Oh, shit. If you can remember. Mm. I know we're young, but... Let me see, let me see. Hmm. Do you have one, Miss Dan? I think so. I feel like mainstream, I remember Brokeback Mountain. Mm. Like, being, like, one of the first things that was, like out in movie theaters that was really big and had Mm -hmm. queer characters in it. But, like, yeah. I can't think of of anything before that. Hmm. I think for me, um, I mean, I don't know if if this was one of my first, but I think one of the ones that I go back and think about um, is Quinceañera. Yes, with the gentrifiers. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it's, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's a, it's a very real story that happens too often um, where like, you know, white couples are like hunting for this like cholo type looking man mm-hmm. yeah. um, and then get them drunk like on Cinco de Mayo. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> are we talking about that or nah? Yeah. After this. Okay. But yeah. So quinceañera. Cute. Yeah, I think for me, that was my first like <clears throat> Spanish adjacent movie like that had the language and like our people on the screen. Mm-hmm. That I was like, oh, we have those movies too. Yeah. But I think my first one was uh, from Gregor Rocky. I'm like looking it up because I found the VHS at like the the Sun Thrift Store. I don't think it's there anymore. But no, in, like, unfortunately, in I know I, lo- I used to get all my movies there and books. Yeah. Uh, and it was totally fucked up. So it's like a movie about like queer teens, and it's mm. like it was so interesting to see queer people, yeah, without it being the joke, yeah. Because um, you know, Sabado Gigante and all that was really problematic. That was pretty bad, actually. Mm-hmm. It's very, I, um, yeah, it's very heteronormative mm-hmm. for sure. You know what? Now that I think about it, sorry, I'm thinking now. Yes. yes and I feel too. like Bended Like Becca <laughs> was actually my first exposure That's to mainstream. like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, I mean, originally it was supposed to be the two of them were a lesbian couple, the, mm. the two leads. Mm-hmm. But then they had to change it. But then the cousin was queer. And so like there was still that, that element. Yeah. Actually, that's, Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like they were lesbians when I watched it. Right. I was like, this is really gay. 
<laughs> There's even that against, scene. I don't think I've seen it. It's like a soccer yeah. movie. It's like a British soccer film with mm-hmm. girls. Nice. Yeah. Girls. Did you say your movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Gregor Rocky. Uh, oh, speaking of him, he also has this movie with Anna Ferris called Smiley Face. It's a yes, yes, that's one of my favorites. Oh. Like if you ask me what my favorite like stoner comedy is, Smiley, Smiley Face, Face is for it. sure. Because it's like Face. one of the only women, like femme led yeah. stoner movie ever, and it's hilarious. Yeah, is I that the one with the happy face? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It starts and she's in the roller, not the roller, the merry go round. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a merry-go-round. It's a carousel. And then she bakes, right? Is she baking something? Okay. Like military-grade weed. Mm -hmm. And then she eats it. Yeah. (laughs) And then goes on an audition (laughs) and, like, has this whole adventure. (laughs) And her roommate's, like, a skull fucker. So they show him with, like, a skull. And he's, like, fucking the skull. Because he's a skull fucker. (laughs) (laughs) You have to get stoned to watch it. Yeah. (laughs) It's one of those. Huh. I didn't know it had all these like innuendos inside the movie. Yeah. Bueno. Bueno, pues 5 de mayo. Puebla. Okay. Saludos a Puebla. Cuando Puebla, um, ¿cómo se dice? Madre Le dio la madre a los franceses. Sans. A los baguettes. Um, and so now people celebrate mm-hmm. all the fucking time. Yeah. Have you beaten anyone or... Uh, Tripped anyone with a sombrero today? Yeah. I, not... <laughs> or a therapy? I, I was... So I had to... I had Poncho. to... Oh, I, I, I went to a, a farmer's market in Mar Vista uh, for work. Um, and this eesh. white woman in like a weepil comes up to me. Oh. And was like, this is our free speech zone. You have to move your table from here. And I was like, okay. Um, so I was already upset and all those stands, all these white people are like walking around and there's piñatas hanging from all of the like stands. And then they have a mariachi. Oh no. And there is a white woman in the mariachi. Uh, And I was just like, what? Even Disney gets it right. Well, I was like, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? It was so bad. Um. and it was, I was just like, why am I around all of these white people on Cinco de Mayo? Because you were in where? Mar Vista. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. No, and there's some brown people there too. See, no? Yeah. 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 I remember my friend lives by um, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Oh, okay. So I went over for like Dia de los, it was Dia de los Muertos. And oh. I was like, oh, God damn it. So yeah, a bunch of white babies with like, Skull paint. That's yeah. gotten really yeah. big now, right? The, it's yeah, just, it's just white Holly. people, though. Yeah, yeah. The last time I went, it was all these white people dressed in, like, skull costumes. Not even, like, calavera. Yeah. And, like, very, like, Halloween-y. And everyone's just drinking. And I'm like, yeah. this is not how you're supposed to celebrate this. Mm-hmm. Like, you are, you know... I don't... It, it just felt really disrespectful and super... It feels like a bar night. Yes, exactly, exactly. Like this a is, bar night? Like, and this a concert. is the theme. We're okay. just gonna, like, get drunk and have people perform. Yeah. At the cemetery. And they usually get good performers. I know. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm... I think Carla Morrison was one of them. Yeah, that's wow. the year that I went. Yeah. Well, anyone with serapis or... Uh... <laughs> Punches? Um, I saw one, two white women with sombreros, but I didn't fight them because I was at work. 
Um, but I have gone. The I'm Hollywood sorry. Bowl does a mariachi festival every year, uh, um, and I have fought in white people at that that are wearing sombreros, mm-hmm. and people are like. They're just appreciating, and I'm like, no, like you came to a mariachi festival, like yeah, respect the culture, like it's cool if you wanna be here, but like, don't do that. And they're always like, they're like not even like what's traditional to my area, sombreros too, you know. Mm. So it's always like, huh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's more so like the party city, like yes, yes, that yeah, that's what I meant. You know? <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's that party city, like <laughs> if you like sit on the sombrero, it breaks. Yeah, the outfit, yeah. yeah, the party city outfit. Yes, I, yes. that's yes. what I have a problem with. Yeah, well, I mean, in general, I mean, if they try to appropriate something, but but I think Coco really brought it out of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been bigger <laughs> since Coco, like that's true. Recuerdame. Yeah. But, like, not appropriate me. That's real. Appropriate me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have y'all seen the meme with, uh, that's the song from the movie uh, Poco Loco? And it's, like, they show a little sombrero. I don't know if this is a white people thing, but it's funny. <laughs> uh, it's, like, a sombrero, and the song's going, and then all of a sudden, like, the cat next to the sombrero is wearing the sombrero, and it's just, like... <laughs> Shaking its head. No, I have uh, not seen. It's a good time. Okay. <laughs> oh, did you see the little Selena's uh, video that's going on? Like, ¿cómo se dice? It's viral. What? It's like, it's like, <clears throat> ¿cómo se dice? They probably look like maybe kindergartners or first mm-hmm. graders. Mm-hmm. And it's like the whole school. The school, I think it's in Boyle Heights. Oh. Um, and it's like the little Sel- the Selenitas. It's so cute. Cute. Where are yeah, they based? but that's, that's pretty heights? hot topics. Yeah, it's at Euclid. Ah. Hmm. Cute. Um, Should we take a break? I wonder if uh, we can see it. Yeah. Let's do a break. All right. Well, thank you all for listening again. We are Las Reinas del Valle. Your podcast, Acazón Quitado. We are your hosts. Queen Bestia. Mumbi. And we have a special guest. Melba. Yes. Okay. You, you can find Melba at Frutamala on Instagram. You can find us at Reinas del SFB. We're going to take a break. Take your chonies off or put new ones on or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I see if you're wearing any. Yeah. Do yes. whatever you want. We'll be back. Take them off. <laughs> Regresamos desde Pacoima. ¿Dónde estamos? En el hormiguero en Pacoima. ¿Dónde? Pacoima. When I say pa, you say coima. coima. A ver. Pa. Coima. Pa. Coima. 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 Go, keep going, keep going. Pa. Coima. coima.
Pa. Serga, bueno, yo estoy bueno, que ya no. Pa. <risa> Coima. Ok, so welcome back. Thank you all for listening. We're Las Reinas del Valle. Your podcast, Acá Son Quitado. We are your hosts. Queen Bestia. Umbi. And we have a very special guest with us. Fruta Mala, Melvat. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for I, having me. Aquí estamos en el seg segundo segmento. Alcalzón quitado, right? Alcalzón quitado. Yeah. So what um, are we talking about? So, como saben, ya estamos aquí. Ya casi es el verano. It's almost summer. Yeah. Yes, it's starting to get warm. It's starting to get warm. And the valley gets pretty, pretty warm. Oh, hot. Yeah. It gets hot. Very hot. Like 1.15. What? Actually, I have... So I'm a little scared because I have a feeling that like it's going to get mostly like around 1.20 is. It's going to get really hot because <laughs> it rained a lot. Because so uh, I feel like it's been means? really cold and then it's been really hot. Yeah. Pero, we'll see. I hope it's not that hot. Uh, I, let's hope not. Maybe like minimo like 115. I'm, I'm good yeah, with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After 110, you're like, yeah. it just feels like it's burning. Yeah. But I'd be okay with 115. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's depressing. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So with um, the summer comes this whole pressure Mm -hmm. of having this I don't even know why they call it this whole fucking the summer body what the hell is that the summer bod so does that mean that I have a spring body right now <laughs> I don't, I, my, my body is all seasons okay. I'm like I have the same one I don't really exchange but it's spring it. so yeah. I'm like okay so does that mean I have a spring body and then what do I what do I go into next What's after spring? I don't know. It's Summer. LA. There's no fucking <laughs> There's seasons. There's no seasons. <laughs> uh, I think I'm just a winter bud. Okay. <laughs> All year. All year. <laughs> I, I guess the idea is you like bulk up over the over winter and mm -hmm. then like you lose weight during the summer and that's like your summer bod right because you're gonna be like in a swimsuit and like all mm -hmm. this shit so it's like all this like fat phobic ideology around mm -hmm. what your body should look like at certain times of the year and that your body should be changing at certain times of the year um which like bodies do naturally fluctuate sometimes and like i'll mm -hmm. be honest for me like it gets warmer i'm out more i you know so my 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 body does change but that doesn't necessarily mean like it happens to everybody mm -hmm. you know and it doesn't necessarily mean like there's a specific body type you have to have during a season or like to go to the beach like everyone looks good in a bikini like no matter what you know like bodies are bodies and mm -hmm. you're allowed to have fun and enjoy the summer and why do you feel we have so many pressures of like society um i mean it, i think it's it's a combination of a lot of things mm -hmm. you know it's it's definitely a part of like oppression and, and, and being able to keep folks down right like if you're thinking mm -hmm. the whole time about like how to change your body instead of focusing on like having fun and like enjoying life the way your body is then you like are focusing all of your energy on that and like oppression allows you to keep focusing on that mm -hmm. instead of focusing on on yourself and 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 when your growth and 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 what a happy healthy lifestyle looks for you which is very different for everyone mm -hmm. And I think we naturally have different bodies. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're tall as fuck. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then, exactly. I mean, metabolism plays, you know, a mm-hmm. role. Um, your environment plays a role. Like, how you're feeling in terms of your mental health plays a role. Mm-hmm. Um, your self-esteem. You, the You know, everything is kind of interconnected and plays a role as to how you feel. But, I, you know, there's always, like, Instagram... Mm. that either maybe allows you or doesn't, right? Because I feel like Instagram is this um, social platform that conforms people to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, I'm just thinking, for example, here comes Melba and then (laughs) posts, you know, uh, their pictures online and Mm -hmm. then what happens? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I, I love to take nudes. Um, <laughs> and it's been really helpful for me and like my relationship with my body and my relationship to my sexuality, which has always been tied to my fatness and, and the way that I see myself and, and the mm. way that I allow other people to see me. Um, so I've used Instagram a lot to post a lot of those mm-hmm. pictures because it's really cool to connect with other fat folks and, and other folks who who have a connection with with feeling disconnected to their bodies, you know? Um, But my pictures often get taken down. And pictures of thin folks, pictures of white thin folks, pictures of folks with a lot of followers Mm -hmm. don't get taken down. Um, And I always try to cover my my nipples because that's supposed to be what's, like, inappropriate, right? Other parts of skin. Um, I've been told that it's actually, like, Instagram's algorithm or like their like their bot system that detects like excess amounts of skin. So on fatter bodies, they detect more skin. What? So that's part of. I have been told. I don't know how factual that is. Uh-huh. Um, I that's believe what it. Some, that's what someone has told me. So that's why like fat bodies t- tend to get taken down more quickly. Uh-huh. Um, but I see it happen to all kinds of of. of of fat folks and, and specifically fat sex workers get taken down, you know, and, and, and with FOSTA and SESTA, like mm-hmm. sex, sex worker accounts get taken down all the fucking time, you know, and, and, and it's, they're the ones that are suffering the most. And, and, and mm-hmm. then specifically like fat sex workers are, are within mm-hmm. that are, are struggling. And, and I've seen folks accounts get taken down completely. And then like, other community like the fat community has been riling together to like you know pull in folks mm-hmm. and ask if you get enough people to a- to ask Instagram to return accounts they will usually return accounts I us- I recently made my Instagram private and it was more for for my work um mm. I work with youth and and they'll find you they will <laughs> find me they Wait. will find me um and I don't know how my job will take me posting nude photos of myself on the internet. Mm. Um, I, I I work as an artist directing an art program, and I hope that they would understand that, but you never know. Mm-hmm. So I've just mm. decided to, to keep it private for now while I figure out how, while I figure out the culture, right, and, and the environment. But, yeah, it sucks. Uh, it sucks. I, it, I, I've i had a cool community response around it, though. Like, I had one specific photo where, like, I was I had my hand around my breasts and I was wearing lingerie. I um, saw it. It was cute. And that one got taken <laughs> down three times. Wow. Three times, I remember. Three times. Um, and I blurred. I, I, I have mm-hmm. an app that blurs the nipples, so I went back and blurred the nipples. Um, and it wasn't until I used a middle finger emoji, which my friend Tara gave me the idea to do that. Um, and I, and that one stayed up. So it just, 
you know, they prefer to have a middle finger than to have my, yeah, that's, this. that's already covered. <laughs> that's already covered. That's blurred out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Society. Yeah. Yeah. Millennials. Well, no. That's the generation. That's Zeta? Zeta, no? Oh. Oh, oh we're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How old is Generation C now? I don't know. Like 20? No, uh, sir. No sé. I, I, I only do social work. Man. This is hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So one thing that really sticks out about your work for me and how I, I relate to it is like, um, I always, when I go to the doctor, it's always really nerve wracking for like them to like weigh me and then what that means BMI wise and where the conversation goes yeah. as opposed to why I'm there. Yeah. Uh, so... Every time I go to the doctor, I'm always like, okay, I got to think about people that I admire. And I always think of you. Aww. So, I appreciate that. So I appreciate what you do. Because I'm always like, okay, Melba wouldn't take this shit. Melba would just <laughs> go in there and just do it, you know? And, like, advocate also, for yourself. by the way, you don't have to get weighed. You don't mm. have to get weighed at the doctor. You can ask to, to opt out of being weighed at the doctors. So that's, like, something that doesn't actually have to be done. <gasps> yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. changed my life. Yeah, you can ask them. You can be like, hey, like, I don't want to be weighed. And that's your right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be included in your um, mm-hmm. in your chart. I feel like um, I can see where it, it can, quote unquote, become a necessity if it is, like, involving, like, the entire, like, medical history. But other than that, yeah, I agree. You do have the right to pretty much say no to anything. Cute. I mean, even if it is fucking, like, vaccines and all this fucking stuff that's going on right <laughs> that's now. That's true. <gasps> that's measles. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, that was scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, I, it's like, thank God I'm vaccinated, but. Yeah, it's like that American Horror mm-hmm. Story meme. Yeah. No, but there's a lot of people who are not vaccinated. <laughs> that's true. And, yeah, I know a lot of um, mm-hmm. brown and black folks that don't vaccinate their kids. Yeah. For a lot of, you know, political and, like, self right you know, like, just self-autonomous, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's scary. And I it's interesting to see that most of these cases that are popping up in California are, like, in Orange County. So it's, mm-hmm. like, shocker that white people. Well, there's seven themselves. in L.A. County, and yeah. I think they just reported another one in Long Beach, the first one in Long yeah. Beach. Oh. They're, like, quarantined or something. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know about. I'm like I don't know what to say about vaccines. Yeah, it's. it's I guess rough. I mean if you get it, just go to the doctor and get vaccinated at that point. Cause yeah, wevo, you have we'll to. We'll see anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> I'm like, other it's like than Titanic. That, you get on the like, lifeboats or you <laughs> don't. Um, <laughs> or you jump in the water. Yeah, yeah. Hay como quieran. On the door. <laughs> oh, hi, hey, Shalom. What's up? Why are you barking? Woof. Oh, Woof. so cute. Woof. <laughs> what you want? He's like, follow me at <laughs> Shoto Itsuki <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Send me treats. Yeah. <laughs> so where should people follow you, Melba? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Gutamala. Uh, that's about all of the social media I can handle, to be honest. It, I, I, I love social media. I've mm-hmm. been able to create a really great community through social media. I've made most of my friends as an adult through, through mm-hmm. Instagram. But 
it's a lot, and I, I try to limit myself. So mm -hmm. the one platform works. ¿Y por qué fruta mala? Because I think of myself as a bad queer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rotten. <know>. Yeah. So you know, fruta mala, you know. Um, yeah, I... I'm a different type of queer, you know. I don't have like I I I, I do my own thing and, and and I don't think I ascribe to one specific mold of what it means to be queer. So I think I'm mm -hmm. a bad queer. Nice. Same. Yeah. yeah. I think most of I I think most people are not necessarily meant to fit a box. Yeah. Mm. Um but there's a lot of reasons why people limit themselves. Um, whether it be, you know, workplace, whether it be like professional settings yeah. or, mm -hmm. so it's like, it's very, como se dice, it's, it can be a conflict sometimes, yeah. especially like, you know, working in nonprofits or lo que sea, you know, it's like, what mm -hmm. is that balance and yeah. what is it like, what does that look like? Yeah. I often mm -hmm. feel like I live like two lives almost you know mm -hmm. like it's a very different three life. sometimes yeah right with your family is yeah. one and then with like Friend. your uh -huh. yeah your friends are like your chosen family it's another one and then like with yourself with yourself yeah like there's there's a lot of different a lot of different shifting mm -hmm. in, in, in identity and in the, in the way you present identity um in spaces yeah i recently started working with um straight men Ooh. And so, yeah, yeah, it's it's four straight men and myself, and it's very interesting. It's such a different culture that I'm like, I wasn't used to this anymore, and I hadn't been mm. around this culture in a while. And like, I recently heard someone say "no homo" for the first time. Oh my god! It, I didn't even Is know it 2001? Still, right? I was like, <laughs> people still say that. I like actually started cracking up because I was like, people still say that. <laughs> like, I thought. We, yeah, I was like, I thought that wasn't a thing anymore, but I guess it is. Yeah. And we have a lot of work <laughs> to be done. Lots mm. of work. So talking about lots of work and <clears throat> summer bods and this whole idea of um, trying to project or wanting to be something that you're not, right? When yeah. when it comes to like body image. Yeah. Um. Why, why, I'm curious why you're so, like, you're, I feel like you're such a strong advocate in that. Yeah. Um, and, like, you you know, like, you yourself de define yourself as a fat person. Yes. So, I'm you know, like, in, how does that term become so empowering for you? Um, mm. So, growing up, I, you know, I always thought of fat as a bad thing. And it wasn't until I was about, like, 18, 19 with Tumblr that I started to, like, learn about yes, fat Tumblr. Girl, same. Yes. I feel like I missed, like, a whole life. <laughs> yeah. I never got into Tumblr. I never, yeah. I knew Side it. note, yeah, yeah. Like, I still have maybe two or three people that I met through Tumblr that yeah. are, like, friends in the real world still. Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. I've, I've gotten to meet people now that I used to follow on Tumblr back in mm -hmm. the day, and it's cool. I'm like, oh, this is, like, a, a nice 360. Um, but, yeah, so I started to, to, to follow folks, just follow fat folks, follow, like, specifically fat queer folks, and, and to learn that fat is, is a describer. You know, it describes mm. the way that my body is. Like, my body is bigger than a lot of other bodies. And it's smaller than a lot of bodies. You know, mm -hmm. fat is also a mm -hmm. spectrum. Um, and 
it just means it's a different type of body. And my body can do a lot of things that I thought I couldn't do. I've I've learned that in the last like couple of years. Like I thought I like didn't like working out and exercising because the way that I had taught to do it was like you have to do it with weight loss in mind, right? I, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't taught, like, this can be joyful. Mm-hmm. And so, like, in the last few years, like, my friends forced me to go camping and hiking, <laughs> and I yes. learned to really like it. Um, and, and, I, and I started hiking with, with fat girls, and, and it's been really awesome. And I, I started going to yoga classes and, like, learning from other, from fat dancers, and I did a fat strip show and, like, met fat pole dancers and it's been really cool to see fat bodies do everything you know Mm -hmm. like we like all these things that I thought I couldn't do like I thought I didn't like to do all of these things but it was just the way that I had been taught to not like them you know Mm -hmm. I, I I had been taught that these things were only meant for one thing like I, I love going out and dancing. Like, I love... I'm not a good dancer, but I love going out and dancing and and, and sweating the whole night and just, you know, losing yourself in, in a mm-hmm. huge crowd of people. Uh, and I, I, as, a, as a young person, it was always like, you know, if you're going to do this movement, like, it should be for one specific reason. Mm, that's real. Yeah, I, think, I think, well, two things that you mentioned. One is like, yeah, fat is a spectrum and... Usually the bodies that we see represented in the media or just as the people like of that, that maybe are considered the face of the fat movement are usually like uh, smaller frames, like sort of muscular, quote unquote, thick white people. Yes. Typically. Yes. And very like our quote, quote unquote, hourglass shape, Mm -hmm. you know, bigger breast, smaller waist, bigger Mm -hmm. bottom area proportionate Um, yes Mm -hmm. yes so what's like still considered acceptable and and a lot of people have gotten erased from Mm -hmm. specifically like now like body positivity and i i i personally don't like the term body positivity i I I hate it yeah (laughs) i i prefer um fat positivity or fat activism because then it centers the folks that have been marginalized within this community um Mm -hmm. and and it centers the work that fat folks have been doing for years years like fat activism isn't new fat activism has gone long hand in hand with queer activism and 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 women's movements and and all of activism that has existed throughout history you know you know um so to see it now you know like dove has like a love yourself campaign Mm. and and body positivity also focuses on the whole like love yourself shit which is like i love myself yes (laughs) i'm like it's the systems around yeah exactly exactly Mm, i'm like i can love the shit out of myself Mm -hmm. um but that doesn't mean that the oppression that I face as a fat person, which means I'm less likely to receive the medical care that I deserve. Mm -hmm. I once went in with a sty in my eye to the doctor and the doctor was like, let's talk about your weight. I had a sty in my fucking eye and I was in the middle of midterms. Like it was such a waste of time. I, you, uh, it doctors don't don't listen to you i i now have a a really great doctor actually but it's been hard it's been hard to find someone mm-hmm. who doesn't only look at my weight and doesn't want to look at other symptoms that i have uh we also you know at, at fat people are also less likely to to be hired because people mm-hmm. assume that they're lazy and like fat people will then stay in 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 poverty levels because 
Mm-hmm. There aren't job opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like, there's real-ass fucking discrimination against fat folks. And loving yourself is never going to end that. It's a yeah. step in ending it, I will be honest, because at least you become aware of of the systems, mm-hmm. you know? But I, I, it's not going to end it until power is shifted. Definitely. And I think you really make a good point about, like... Um, Loving yourself can be a step. Yeah. Because I, I I see, I mean, I respect people's decisions to, like, if they go through maybe gastric bypass or something to, like, whatever the reasons why yeah. they do it, like, go for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I always see, like, after people, whether they work out or do surgeries, whatever, and they lose weight and they internalize, like, all this anti-fatness and, like, hate for themselves that they, in turn, like, look how I did it. Yeah. Look how I changed my life, how I was so focused for a year. And, and you should do it, too, type exactly. of mentality, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's this whole idea that it's, like, it's it's all about, um, like, you being determined to, right? And that, mm-hmm. like, being fat means that you don't care about yourself or, or that you, it, it automatically assumes that you don't love yourself, yep. right, is, mm-hmm. is, is the assumption. Um, so, so in a sense, then loving yourself does become a radical act because it proves otherwise. It proves that, mm-hmm. um, that that's... <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, Pacoima. So where, where, where are we recording from? <laughs> Pacoima. It wasn't as loud this time. <laughs> Honestly, right. yeah, it gets louder. Oh, uh-huh. nice. Um, but yeah. So, okay. So I'm curious. So teach me how to learn. Okay. So if not, so talking about body positivity, mm-hmm. and I thought my my framework was more of like just trying to be inclusive of anyone's body type and mm-hmm. what that would look like in terms of inclusion, right? Yes, yes. Um, but I also feel like I come from, I mean, a whole different point of view too. Yeah. So what, what, what would you suggest our listeners in terms of like advocating and like standing up for, you know, fat people's rights? Yeah. Um, so with like, how do I explain this? Uh, and it doesn't have to be like necessarily like strategies or anything, but yeah. more so like, how would you, um, how can we bring up this conversation to the table mm. um, okay. for us to like just learn more, yeah. um, you know, just encourage this platica and and kind of encourage people to see, um, you know, um, fat folks from a different perspective rather than like, oh, no se quieren, like you said. Yeah, okay, okay. Or like, you know? Yeah, um, I mean, I think listening to the voices of of fat folks, um, if you're on Instagram, I highly suggest following fat folks who are talking about these issues. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. the fat that sex therapist um, is mm-hmm. awesome resource, um, and they they are always talking about the intersection of like colonialism and and um, fat phobia, and so their their stuff is really amazing. Um, Ashley Chubby Bunny is also really great. Mm. Um, she posts a lot of of sexy fat folks, and I love that. I love seeing se- sexy fat folks. 
on my feed and also always has conversations about like the fashion industry and, and anti-blackness and um and and, and fat phobia and, and and the intersections of of those um, identities um i also think that when you hear oh and Narbona positivity pride is also another mm-hmm. one that that i would suggest following um she also posts a lot of stuff on colonialism and specifically um eating disorders and um, <clears throat> uh, body positivity. She, she, she focuses a little bit more on, on body positivity, but also um, fat phobia and, and, and fat activism. Um, and then how to, to fight for fat folks' rights. Um, I mean, when you hear fat phobia, and, and, and we all hear it all the time, you mm-hmm. know, um, calling fat people gross we've seen the movies the the fat body suits avengers i haven't seen it but i have seen i have seen memes yeah yeah uh you know calling that shit out uh and 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 explaining that that's not okay you know a majority of us know fat people you know and 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 think about the way that someone that you and and this is fucked up that Mm -hmm. this is the way that we have to teach people you i have to teach you to treat me like a human being um but but basically remember that fat people are human beings and that it's not right to assume things about folks because they're fat Mm -hmm. um every fat person is completely different and has a completely different life um and there's just so much better that we can that we can do as a as a society towards fat folks Mm -hmm. amen well a woman (laughs) (laughs) i always i think one simple question i always tell folks that ask me like well you know what can i do or like what am i missing i always say like are you dating are you fucking are your all your friends skinny like do you hang out with fat people yeah, but also, like, do your work before you hang out with fat people. Aso. Because, like, I also don't want to mm, have to, like... Teach you. Te- yeah, <laughs> and, like, deal with your constant fat phobia, you mm. know? Like, I don't have a lot of energy Amen. and don't want to use my energy in that way. Yeah. Um, I... So definitely, like, if you're going to hang out with fat people, like... Do your homework. Do, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's... I'm. The internet is is vast and, and open. You can Google, you know, you can look up fat phobia. You can find tons of articles. Like, you can do the reading mm-hmm. before you you try to ask folks to try to explain their humanity to you. Amen. Yeah. In a fat people space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also that. So fashion. Let's take fashion. Ooh. Those boosty A's, queen. Those boosty crackers. <laughs> oh, yes. my goodness. Ah, so beautiful. I love the Thank rainbow you. one and the Mota one. That yes. was cute, too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I love, um, like I said, I love taking nudes. And I also love making myself really glamorous. I call them breast adornments. Um, and I work with silk flowers. Freaking holiday. Rhinestones. <laughs> uh, and, and I'll make them... It's become more of like like a meditation process for myself mm. where I just like get high, sit down and like rhinestone a bra for like a week before an event because I always wait till the week before the event to work <laughs> on it. Um, and it takes me a really long fucking time because my boobs are huge. Um, but then I get to go out and wear this one of a kind piece that I made for myself. 
And they look amazing. Yeah, Thank they you. look beautiful. Thank you. So what what do you usually bring to like your fashion and like what do you want to share with people um, who see you? Um, I have a broad spectrum of the way that I represent myself. Um, I, I I don't like to fit in any mold in terms of the way that I dress myself or, or carry myself. Um, I, I do a lot of thrift shopping. A majority of my clothes is thrifted because um, I like clothes a lot and it's more affordable that way. But also because it's like really, it, it's a step in environmentally friendliness and, mm. and I like to... to not feed as much into the the fast fashion um, phenomenon. I, I do every once in a while. It's mm-hmm. hard for, for it's hard for a fat person. I, I I also like to wear whatever the fuck I want to wear because. Yes. Can you um, say that again? I, I wear whatever the fuck I want to wear <laughs> uh, because mm. you know I I, I realize people stare at me no matter what the fuck I'm doing. I I'm short. I'm fat. I'm a brown queer woman i i don't shave my legs i don't shave my armpits i don't shave anywhere actually (laughs) um and i wear short skirts and and show off my fat hairy legs you know and 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 i wear a lot of makeup sometimes and sometimes i don't and i you know i shop in all departments of of the store i don't limit myself to one gender department uh and and i like to to mix different styles and i incorporate a lot of cultural pieces a lot of things that i buy in mexico or like things have that i i have clothes from my grandpa my grandfather's closet that fit me i have like old cowboy shirts from him or like denim shirts um i'm actually currently working on something with a friend um and it's a denim shirt that a friend of my mom's who was like my like fat fairy godmother she mm. like used to like alter all my dresses as a kid she was like my mom's best friend is she's a great seamstress and so she would always she's really the one that pushed me to like wear whatever the fuck i wanted to because she'd be like you like i'll fix it for you like i'll i'll i'll, I'll make sure that it fits you know when something that i mm. wanted to wear didn't fit me uh, and she even fixed like my quinceanera dress and 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 everything mm. yeah um so I'm working on a shirt that she gave me. It's a denim shirt, and a friend of mine painted it. And now I'm gonna I'm gonna do some beading work on it. Um, so hopefully I'll, I'll be able to finish that later this year. Yes, yeah. Special shout out to all the seamstresses in my life as well, because yes. girl, when you're when you buy above a thirty six and like pants. <laughs> Something's bound to fit, like, not good. Yeah. It looked like a, that meme of the little kid with, like, the dickies. It looks like a brown paper bag. <laughs> yeah. right in certain areas. Yeah. Or, like, all, It's like, yeah. yeah, my thighs are thick, but my the bottom of my leg isn't, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, like, always wearing bell bottoms, but, like, top to bottom. Yeah, it's hard with clothes. I've, I've had to learn, you know, mm-hmm. I, I wear things unconventionally. Um, I, I, when I was like 16, I read an interview with Beth Ditto, who is a Mm. fat queer femme, lead singer of gossip. Um, and she talks about how growing up fat, she had to learn how to wear clothes differently. She's like, if a skirt didn't fit me on my, around my waist, like I try it on as a scarf or like I, I, so from there I was like, oh shit, like you don't have to wear clothes the way that it comes on a hanger. And so like I'll, you know, tuck things in weird or I'll tie them or I'll, I'm really short too. So I always have to cut my pants and fold them over and, and necessity and and my wanting to look 
a, a certain way, you know, because I, I, I get attention no matter what. <laughs> I, um, and, and might as well give people something to look at is, yeah. is my my thinking. Um, I'm like, Hashtag life canvas. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you're going to stare. I'm going to give you something to look at. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck not? Um, which sometimes as someone I'm OK, so I'm actually kind of shy and I don't think people realize that. That mm-hmm. I like um, I I like to look very loud, but when I am approached, then it it, it goes me off a little bit. Um, so that sometimes backfires because I'm like, I just want to be looked at. I don't want to be. Yeah, don't to. talk to me. Yeah, consent. Yeah. <laughs> you can look, yes. but don't interact. Yes, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being here, Melba. Oh, thanks for having me. Thank and you. We're gonna segue into blah, what's blah. bringing us joy. Yes. Blah. Yeah, what's what? making us happy? What's making you happy? Oh, what's making me happy? Um, there's a lot of dogs in my life currently. <laughs> yes, like um, human dogs or <laughs> <laughs> no, not 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 human dogs, um, but um, animal animal uh, animal puppies. Mm. My my roommates run. Um, a dog care business and so we have dogs in the house and there's um four people in the house have dogs so when those dogs aren't around the house dogs are around so we always have between four and like 15 dogs what does a dog care business look like uh they walk dogs they board Mm. dogs uh they they play with them they have a doggy daycare and so oh you fish a lot (laughs) (laughs) oh that's cool where is it i can't in south central okay south central yeah i recently moved so i'm no longer in pacoima oh we'll have to go down there and visit you yes come visit me yeah south central yeah cool What's making you happy, Bestia? Me right now, recording. Melba, thank you for joining us again. This was a pretty amazing experience. Um, I think for me, what's making me happy is that it will be summer soon. I'm really looking forward to all, like, this free events and summer Mm -hmm. uh, concerts that Mm -hmm. that are going on in L.A. There's, like, a lot of awesome artists that I want to see. Y, pues, yeah, that's what I'm... Cool. That's what's bringing me, bringing me joy right now. Itu? Yo, you too. I love this episode already. Yeah, is you too like in YouTube or as like, in you and oh, Melba? Oh. <laughs> I thought the band. I was like, oh. I'm sorry. I'm glad. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Oh, that, yeah. You and Melba. Uh, Game of Thrones. What else? Um, ooh, today I. <laughs> had someone someone's that I know is doing uh, a project with like people's butts so they're oh. taking Polaroids of people's butts oh. so I let I let them take a picture of my butt and Ooh. I was like this has never happened okay. but yes someone, I would have done it with a little like pointy, ponytail like <laughs> oh yeah a butt plug with yeah, the, yeah. the pony the, <laughs> the pup <Yeah. laughs> you know what I'm talking about <laughs> Well, I'm not that groundbreaking yet, but... Uh, okay, let's keep going. Otra. Yes, Nalga so, Umbi. Yes, Nalga Umbi. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for being here again. And we're recording desde... Pacoima, California. ¿Dónde? Pacoima. Desde Pacoima, California. ¿Dónde? This is Las Reinas del Valle. Desde Pacoima, California. <laughs> we're your host. I'm Umbi. Queen Bestia. And we have... Melba. Yes. All right. You can follow us at Reinas del SFV on Instagram. Follow Melba at Frutamala. We'll Thank be... you all for listening. Yeah, we'll be Ciao. back soon. <laughs>